Hi, Simon Mosca here, and welcome to The Box. On tonight's episode, we are doing a recap of Episode 7 of Survivor Season 40, Winners at War. We have a lot to talk about, a very fast-paced episode tonight, lots of stuff happened, uh, we have a lot to get through, uh, I'm going to do a, a recap of who has what advantage, we're going to do a fire token tally, we're going to talk strategy, we're going to talk shop, we're going to do it all, right here on The Box. Let's hit the intro, now. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for the Box Podcast. And now, here's your host, Simon Mosca. Good evening, everybody. I'm Simon Mosca, and welcome to the Box. Tonight, we are doing a recap of Episode 7, Lucky Number 7, of Survivor Season 40. This season is amazing, and every episode is just fantastic. My only complaint is that we wait a week, day after day, for the episode for for Wednesday to finally arrive. Wednesday arrives, and the episode starts, and it ends in a flash. It goes by so fast. 44 minutes is not enough. Okay, we are quarantined. We are in isolation. CBS, give us more Survivor. I feel like that that that, that character in the in the Dave Chappelle show. Okay, I forgot his name. He's he's a crackhead, all right, and he's always asking, "You got any more of that crack?" Well, that's how I feel. All right, Jeff, you got any more of that crack? Because I need more crack. Forty-four minutes of crack. It's just not enough time. We need more dosage of crack. I think CBS should give us something like a a, a one-hour show every week online with stuff that didn't make the episode. I would love seeing that. In fact, there was a uh, a reward challenge that didn't make uh, this episode, and the reward was for pizza. And that's why, if you're wondering why, when they got to the immunity challenge and they and um, they didn't react to the fact that Sandra and Parvati were gone. There was no reaction shot because they already knew that. Because they found out at the reward challenge, which didn't make the show. Well, CBS, if you had that, that extra hour of deleted footage or behind-the-scenes stuff... You could have shown us that. But yeah, apart from that, I am loving this season. Uh, every episode is fantastic. Tonight we had another episode that was fantastic. And uh, so much stuff happened. We have a lot to cover. So let's start right at the beginning. Edge of Extinction. Sandra raising that white flag. Nobody, I don't think anybody was surprised by this. If you were... I don't know, You maybe you don't know Sandra's game. Sandra is not a challenge beast. 
And that was actually the right move for her to make. She's not going to win that challenge to come back. Why should she sit and starve and climb hills for fire tokens and, and go through all that just to, just to uh, please the fans? She has nothing to prove. She doesn't give a shit. All right? It would make absolutely no sense. For her to stay there. Oh, but Simon, she's quitting. She's not quitting. She got her torch snuffed. And she got voted out. And she decided that she's not going to stay on the edge of extinction. Which makes a lot of sense. Because it's Sandra. Do, do you people know Sandra? Has she ever been a challenge beast? This is her fourth time playing. She's not known for her muscles, okay? She's known for her brains. So it would make no sense. Now, if the Edge of Extinction was not challenge-based, let's say it was more of a social game where they vote somebody back in, then she would have stayed. Then it would be different. But it's challenge-based. So of course she raised the white flag. And I don't fault her for that. And I'm not mad at her for that at all. Now, somebody that had uh, physical prowess... Such as poverty or uh, Natalie were to raise the white flag, then it would be different. Then I would be saying, "What the hell's wrong with this person?" But Sandra, it's a different story. But anyways, uh, speaking of the edge of extinction, we had the uh, hidden fire tokens, like it's Easter, all right. Uh, and uh, Tyson found one. There was four, right? So t Tyson found one. And let me tell you, if Tyson wants to make us laugh, he's got to buy another jar of peanut butter. Please, Tyson, please. That would be such good television. I wish. I wish you would do that. That would be hysterical. But, uh, yeah, I would, love, I would love to see that. And then Boss and Rob found the other three. Uh, and, and the babies cried on Twitter. Fixed. Survivors fixed. I haven't seen people cry this much since Ben was finding idols. And thank God Ben hasn't found any idols yet. But if he does, people are going to shit their diapers again. But uh, yeah, Boston Rob did find three fire tokens. Uh, look, he found them. Do you think he's he's going to find them and not pocket them or, or give them to somebody else? Because, oh, maybe the people on Twitter will be upset because I win a lot. Survivor is like a sports game. Are you going to fault a team if they keep winning games? No. Too bad. So sad. So anyways, uh, yeah, we had that. We also had that, that amazing scene with Ethan and Poverty. Ethan talking about how emotionally draining and physically draining it is. To be on the edge of extinction. It was a very heartfelt scene. We got to see poverty. Uh, the real poverty. Outside of the game. A lot of people. they, You know. She, she has her detractors. Poverty. But you can tell in that scene. And we know that uh, poverty has a good heart. She plays Survivor. In a very dirty way sometimes. She's mischievous and deceiving and a stone cold liar folks but that means you're good at the game 
But just because you lie and deceive on Survivor, it doesn't mean that you that you're a, a nasty person. All right, she's she has she she has a heart, and we saw that side of her tonight. And I really like that scene, guys. I love Ethan. I really do. So that was a very uh, touching scene. Another scene I liked in this episode was uh, Adam. Uh, <laughs> Trying to find out who has that damn idol. He knows somebody has it. He's suspecting everybody except Sophie. Who has it. And he's like. I'm right guys. And if I'm wrong. Then I'm I'm, I'm really an idiot. Well yes Adam. You are an idiot. Because Sophie has it. Not Ben. Alright. Not Sarah. But Sophie has it. The person you suspect the least. That's hilarious. And by the way. I love uh, the chemistry between Adam and Ben. They get on each other's nerves. It's it's so funny. And this is a unpopular opinion, guys. But I, I actually, I'm glad Ben is on this season. Now relax. Relax. Calm down. I'm not saying he's a strategic mastermind by any means. I'm just saying. Survivor? Is a television show. And the whole point. Is to entertain us. And I find Ben entertaining. So sue me. Sue me. What are you going to do? I'm going to lawyer up. All right, I'm going to call Saul Goodman. You're not getting a penny from me. But yeah. I like Ben. I think he's very funny. Especially when he's uh, cranky. I, it's It's humorous. It's funny. And I like... That Ben and Adam get on each other's nerves. That's going to be fun to watch as the season progresses. Also, uh, where is Kim? I mean, we did see some footage of Kim tonight. But in general, Kim was the boss-ass bitch. And I mean that in a compliment way on her season. She dominated so much that it was boring because we knew that she was going to win. And now she's here and she's like, she's barely in the show. She's uh, actually, I got to tell you, she's boring. And I don't like her this season. But things might change. She might suddenly uh, be in the spotlight later on as the season goes on. Let's see. And since we're speaking so much about this tribe... Uh, let's talk about Sarah for a second. Sarah is somebody that nobody uh, counted. That nobody paid really a lot of attention to once the cast came out. And a lot of people predicted that Sarah would be out first. But she is in a very good position. She's playing a good game. She has Sophie on her side. She has an advantage. Uh, she has... Uh, an, an alliance with Tony, who's on the other uh, tribe now. But she's doing great. And I actually really like Sarah this season. So she's going to be interesting to watch as the season goes on. Alright, what else happened tonight? That that, that immunity challenge. Uh, that Nick, that Nick's tribe completely failed on last time Nick played. They fail again. That sucks. That sucks for Nick. But they lose. And they they go to tribal council. 
And look, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm not a fortune teller, so I don't know. But if it's if if it's up to me, this is what I think. Okay? Michelle and Nick voting out Yule over Wendell. And this is going to be it's going to be an unpopular opinion maybe, maybe. But I think that that was dumb. I was shaking my head when I saw that. I think that was an extremely stupid decision. In fact, I am going to call them tonight. Uh, I'm going to call them dumb and dumber. Tonight. Just tonight, though. Maybe I'm wrong and it was actually the right move. And we'll, fi- we'll find out later in the season that that was actually a smart move and not a dumb move. In which, in which I will then label myself as the dumbass. All right? Maybe I'm wrong. Now, I know what you're maybe... I know what you're thinking, maybe. Now, Simon, wait a minute. Between Yule and Wendell, isn't Yule the bigger threat? I mean, if it's Yule... If, let's say there's a final two situation. Uh, not that I think this season will be final two. I think it's going to be final three. But anyways, let's just say. Let's just play pretend. The final two is Yule and Wendell. Don't you think Yule would win over Wendell? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I think Yule has a better shot. I think Yule has a very, very good shot of winning if he makes it to the end. But but here's the thing. Here's the thing about Yule. Okay? Yule is a very logical thinker. He's very uh, calm. He's not going to make a rash decision. He's not going to make a, a stupid move for, for TV. Uh, he's, he's very rational, logical, calm thinker. And if you have a plan, you can talk to Yule calmly. And he's going to think about it. And it's very easy to make him do something smart. Whereas Wendell is he's he I don't know what's wrong with, with Wendell. He's pissing me off this season, alright? He's getting on my damn nerves. Wendell is like Nick said, he's showboating out there, and Wendell has a very high chance of making a stupid move and screwing over his own alliance just to make TV time, just for like just for attention. He's like the bratty kid in a, in a class that, that draws on the walls for attention. So in that respect, Wendell should have been voted out. And you can always get rid of Yule later. You have plenty of opportunities. But presently, presently, Wendell was a much bigger threat than Yule presently. Because... Like I said, he's not always playing rationally. He's a hothead. He could lose his temper and uh, make a plan to vote you out just because he's pissed at you. Uh, he's, he, like I said, he's a showboater. And I don't know. I don't trust him. I would never trust Wendell. And Michelle, was, who was so hell-bent on... Uh, having a good reputation in the game. 
because she got a lot of flack when she won. People were saying you didn't deserve the win and all that. She's a ve- she has a lot of pressure to, to play smart. And tonight, she did not play smart. She made a stupid decision. Her and Nick, these two knuckleheads, they made a bad move. But then again, I could be wrong. But also, I could be right. Ladies and gentlemen, when am I ever not right? Am I right, folks? Uh, but yeah, maybe Wendell will end up screwing them over. And if that does happen, too bad, so sad. You called it on yourself. I think that was a stupid move by Michelle and Nick. And Yule, the last remaining old school player, was sent to the edge of extinction. Okay, let's do a recap of what's going on in the game right now as far as advantages. All right. Kim has an immunity idol. Jeremy has safety without power. He can duck out of a tribal council, but he doesn't have a vote. Sarah has steal a vote. Uh, Sophie and Sarah, they, they, they're both co-owners uh, of an idol. But, but I believe Sarah gave it back to Sophie. I talked about this in another episode. I hate these half idols. They're just confusing. But anyways, Sophie and Sarah found an idol that they have to share. Okay. And Parvati has an idol nullifier, but she's out of the game. She's on the edge of extinction. It's useless. Now, let's talk survivor economics. Who's the richest player in the game right now? It's Natalie. Believe it or not, the the Edge of Extinction powerhouse, the Queen of Extinction, Natalie, with four fire tokens. She is rolling in that cash. Now, who are the poorest players in the game right now? Poverty and Yule. They have no fire tokens. They're broke. They're broke. They ain't got no cash. And, uh... Alright. Now, here is something that I do every episode, okay? I give stars and I give anchors. Now, the stars of the week, it's a handful of players, sometimes four, five, or six players, that I found really shined on the episode. It could be for any reason. It could be because they were very strategically smart. It could be just because they were entertaining and funny. Or it can be uh, just because they got a lot of airtime on the episode. All right? It could be any of these reasons. Then I also give the very, very coveted prize, the anchor of the episode title and every week I give this to the person who I think did the best job now just warning you ahead of time this week the anchor of the episode title might be controversial I'm doing something a little bit differently but I will explain we'll get to that later let's start first with the stars of the week and they are Poverty, Ethan, 
Boston Rob, Michelle, Nick, and Yule. We have a lot this week. A lot of stars. Okay, now why? Why these people? Well, Poverty and Ethan, because I love that scene between them two on the edge of extinction. I, that was one of my favorite scenes in this season. Also, I love Ethan, so why could I not make him a goddamn star, alright? He's a star. Uh, why Boston Raw? Because he found three of the four fire tokens. Uh, people are crying now. I, oh, God, uh, oh, suck it up, buttercups. It's not, it's not that, uh, don't get me started on that. But anyways, he found three of the four fire tokens. So my show, my rules, all right, for me, that's enough to warrant being a star of the episode. Too bad if you don't like it. I don't care. Uh, Nick and Michelle, because they were the main, they, they were the, the deciders tonight of where the vote goes. And they, even though they made a stupid decision, they made a decision, and they were in charge of that of that decision of that move to get rid of Yule. So they are the stars. And why Yule? Because, god damn it! Because I love Yule. Okay, and he did get a lot of airtime this episode. I like um, the way Yule thinks. I like watching him speak. He's very very bright guy. He talks like a like a like a teacher. And I like to see it was interesting to see him uh, strategize about the fire tokens. And yeah, so congratulations, Poverty Eaton, Boston Rob, Nick, Michelle, and Yule. You are the stars of the week. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for the coveted. Anchor of the episode title. Who gets it this week? Now, ladies and gentlemen, let me explain. Every week, I give this title to who I think did the best job in the episode. Okay? Last week, I gave it to Denise because she made that powerful move. Now, I know what you're thinking. Oh, Simon, I already know who's getting the anchor prize it's Michelle or maybe Nick because these two guys, uh, they were in charge of the votes. They got rid of Yule. So it has to be them, right? Well, no. Okay. I'm breaking my own rule and I'm doing something different tonight. Okay. I know Nick and Michelle were in charge of the vote tonight and they made, uh, the power move, and they got rid of Yule. But I think this was a stupid decision, and it was a wrong decision, and they should have got rid of Wendell. And the anchor of the episode title is prestigious. Now why would I just throw that title around like it's confetti? That's like giving an Oscar to Nicolas Cage, okay? It, it, it would make no sense. Actually, does Nicolas Cage have an Oscar? Maybe early in his career. But anyways, look guys. The anchor of the episode is too prestigious a title. It's, it's too important, alright? Presidents 
are, are, are watching this video right now. World leaders are watching this video right now. Awaiting in trepidation to find out who gets the coveted title of anchor of the episode. And I cannot in good conscience give it to two knuckleheads, dumb and dumber. I cannot give it to one of these two knuckleheads because they made a stupid decision. So tonight, in an unprecedented uh, anchor giveaway title, the anchor goes to Ben. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Everyone relax. It's not Ben. Calm down. It's Mr. Yule Kwan. Now, why Yule? He got voted out tonight. Why would I give him the anchor? Because it's my show, all right? And I want to. And I found Yule uh, to be a very fun person to watch tonight. Like I said, I like this guy's... Uh, I like when he talks. I like to listen to him speak. I like to... I like how how he plays the game, even though he got voted out. But he's a very very bright guy, and I loved his uh, his strategy with the fire tokens. He's taking them into consideration. It's it's very smart. He's also the last uh, OG player to get his torch snuffed. He was the last of the Mohicans, and look, guys, my show, my rules. So anyways, congratulations to Mr. Yuel Kwan uh, for getting this prestigious award. Michelle, if you and Nick would have voted out Wendell, Michelle would have got the title. And she would have tied Denise with the most anchors. All right, I gave her an anchor earlier on in the season. But this time, nah, you don't deserve it. But like I said, maybe I'm wrong and it turns out that it was actually a smart move. And if that's the case, then I'm a dumbass. And Nick and Michelle are not dumb and dumber. It's me. I'm the dumbass. Maybe. And I will gladly come on this show and call myself a dumbass. I'm not scared. I'll do it. So we'll see as the season progresses. By the way, you know you can hit subscribe, right? It's free. It won't cost you anything. Like, share, tell your friends. Do something. Help me out. I take a lot of time out of my day to make these videos. Nobody watches them. I have no subscribers. It's very disheartening, alright? So so can you help throw me a freaking bone here, Scott? And help me out. But uh, yeah, so subscribe and do something, alright? Uh, anyways, this has been Simon Mosca for The Box. Thanks for listening. See you next time, jackass. Let's get scratching. That one actually sucked. Low energy. Apologies.